culture, society. On every street and around every bend lies a world positively overflowing with both. But sometimes we can all use a night in, removed from the endless spiral of chaos and absolute nonsense that waits outside our doors. And for those nights, there's Drizzly, the number one app for alcohol delivery. With Drizzly, you can shop local stores and compare prices on the biggest selection of beer, wine, and spirits, then get your favorite drinks delivered to your door in under 60 minutes. All from the comfort of your couch. Because society is great, but it doesn't have your couch. And it's windy out. And you forgot your jacket. And oh my God, would you look at the line at that place? Are you serious? I... (sighs) So download the Drizzly app or go to drizzly.com. That's D-R-I-Z-L-Y dot com today. You're listening to Hashtag No Filter with Zach Peter. That's me, your naturally platinum blonde pop culture connoisseur. I'm the reality TV junkie, self-improvement addict, and host with only the hottest tea spilled fresh weekly. For more hot takes, go and give me a follow at Just Plain Zach. I always keep it funny and I always keep it cute. I hope you are living life tonight. I hope you have out some wine tonight. We are going to be talking about... Hi, Dina. Hi, Aaron D. on on the YouTube um, we are going to be talking about Todd Chrisley. We are going to be talking about Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. We are going to be talking about LVP making up with Teddy. And then apparently Tamara Judge is mad at me. I don't know what that's about. But I'm just saying we're going to be talking about it. Hi, Lauren. What's going on, Shari Smith? Hi, Charmin BB. Hi, Unfiltered with Wit. Zach, your hair is on fleek. Thank you. I sat in six, seven hours of bleach and heat yesterday, and my hair, my scalp was on fire. Oh, Lord, Jesus is a fire. Um, all right, guys, we do have a lot to break down today. It is going to be a fun, thirsty Thursday. I hope you're drinking some no-filter wine. Yay, Amy Hawkins, 1997, bought the first badge of the night. We love that, Amy. Thank you, Amy. Love you, Amy. Hi, my favorite, Zach. Hi, Arif. How are you, my love? Here with the new profile. Oh, okay. Oh, yes. That's right, Wit. You're in here unfiltered with Wit. You are up in here with the new profile. Hello, hello, hello. If you guys are drinking no-filter wine tonight, let me know. I want to shout you out. Let me know if you're drinking the rosé or you're drinking the white wine. It is available at nofilterwine.com. 13% alcohol by volume, but less than a gram of sugar. The blonde is gorgeous. Thanks, Norma. Suze, thank you, Suze. 9067 for the three batches. Charmin BB with the three badges. The badges are coming in tonight. Thank you. My first live I'm catching. I just found you on Spotify. Yay. Liu or Leah. The blonde is cute. Thank you, Arif. Um, thank you, Arif. I, 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 I always have it blonde, but thank you. Um, hi, lovey. Hi, Chris. First time in your live. Hi, Donna. Okay, if you guys are new to the lives, let me know where you're coming from. Okay, so we saw um, Leah is coming from Spotify. Where are you guys coming from? What's the name of your wine? It's nofilterwine.com. It's Housewives Inspired. Today, I've got out Cut Down My Drinking or what? Or what? Inspired by Erica Jane last season on Royal Housewives of Beverly Hills. I'm in here briefly. Got my oldest son, so mama is going to be with the fam. 
take some fam time, Norma. Tell the boys I say hello. Love from Philly. Yay. From Canada, Miami Beach. Yes. I love it. Oh, Norma still dropped a badge. Thank you, Norma. All right, guys. I think we have enough people in the room. Are we ready to start diving into it? Thank you, Norma, for the badge. I love you. I'm booty popping. I'm getting rocking. Oh, my God. You're so cute. I just started listening to you after you've been on Jacques' podcast. Oh my God, I love Jacques. I love it, I love it. Thank you, Baki. Would you ever go back to dark hair? I think it would look so good. No, Audrey, I have no intention of going back to dark hair anytime soon. I have forbid the dark hair. Um, I did it for like my whole life and now I don't, now I'm a blondie. I've always been a blondie at heart and now I'm a blondie on the outside. Venus is watching live from the Bronx. Donna is watching from Kansas City. Thanks, guys. West Virginia. Oh, everybody's in the house. Um, if you are listening to this on the podcast, hello. It's nice to be inside your ears today. Um, please leave me a review on Apple Podcasts because we love that five-star validation. So please leave me a nice review. I love it. I appreciate it. I will give you a shout-out on the Instagram as I do anytime somebody leaves a nice review on the Instagram. Thank you. Um, and just know that you are listening to a rebroadcast of our Thursday Night Live. We go live every Thursday nights on Instagram at No Filter with Zach. And then we go live on the YouTube channel, which is youtube.com slash just plain Zach. So there you go. Blonde ambition. You know it. Okay, let's talk about this Todd Chrisley situation. Thank you, Sarah Bahu, for the three badges. Oh, my God, Sarah Bahu. I love Sarah Bahu. She sends me the sweetest voice notes in my DMs. And Arif sends me all the tea. Do you think Chrisley Knows Best will be airing after they found out that their parents are guilty of tax evasion? We're going to get into that. We're calling in from Alabama. Hi, Alabama. I can't with you. I love you, Zach. I love you too, my dear. Okay. Naples, Florida. Okay. Long Island, New York. Hello, hello, hello. Ooh, Shari. I'm a blonde too. That's right, Shari. Blondes stick together. All right. Todd Chrisley and Julie Chrisley have been found guilty. An Atlanta jury indicted them on 12 counts of wire fraud, bank fraud, going up to $30 million is how much they took out from banks and defrauded them. Conspiracy to defraud the United States and tax evasion. Um... Yeah, it's a lot. So this all kind of trickled out and began back in August of 2019. um, And it has all finally been settled this week. They have been found guilty on all charges. So, ooh. Hi, Zach. Ooh, we talking about Chris Lee knows best on how to get caught. I know that's right, Joe. That's what he knows. Cling, cling, Lauren. Yes, cling, cling, bitch. $30 $30 million. I mean, how do you borrow $30 million? Like, that's a lot of money to be borrowing from banks. But apparently, the accusations against them were that they were filing false documents or providing false documents to the banks to let the banks think that they had a lot more money or were making a lot more money than they actually were so that they can take out a lot of these big loans. That is what it is racked up to. Wow, that's a lot of Botox, Mr. Chrisley. That is a lot of Botox, Sarah Bahu. It is. But the other juicy part, which we broke down, not last week, but before guilty in 12 counts. Yes, 12 counts. Crazy, right, Dora? Hi, Elaine. Welcome on in. Um, it's crazy. 12 counts. Their accountant also was uh, found guilty for, I believe, um, not tax evasion, but aiding them in not paying their taxes. So it's a real big hot mess. This was a federal indictment. It wasn't local. It wasn't a state indictment because we know they've had issues with the Georgia state um, 
tax revenue people. They've had issues with them in the past. So Todd has since released a statement. He says, we have nothing to hide and nothing to be ashamed of. I mean, he should have just quoted Erica Jane. I've got nothing to lose. I've got nothing to hide and nothing to lose. And that makes me dangerous. Well, Todd says, we have nothing to hide and nothing to be ashamed of. They do have plans to appeal, um, but legal experts have weighed in, and they said that it's unlikely that they'll win an appeal. There's no way they're going to do a whole other jury. There's no way they're going to bring this all up again. You know, it is what it is. Is that the same thing as the Judices? Yes, the Judices also weren't paying their taxes. They were falsifying bank documents. Um Yes, it's very similar to what happened with the Judices. They ultimately ended up paying back what was owed, um, and they ended up having to serve some prison time. It looks like that might be what ends up happening for the Chrisley family. They're facing up to 30 years in prison. Their sentencing date is October 6th, so they do have a little bit of time to, I don't know. I mean, I, I honestly don't know. I mean, live their life, spend as much time with their family as they can. Like at this point, it looks like it's pretty inevitable. They may ask for similar to what Joe and Teresa did, where's where they got they get to serve separately. One serves first, the other one comes out, and then the next one serves. That could be a possibility, or they may serve time together because their kids are older. Who knows? They previously fought off the state tax fraud charges. Um, they were later cleared of those, but this is a federal indictment. This one is much, much bigger. So Arif did ask about Chrisley Knows Best. The second half of the ninth season of the reality show Chrisley Knows Best is set to begin airing on June 23rd. The USA Network says that they have no plans to scrap the season, but currently there are no plans to film a 10th season. If anything, I think they could use some of this money to pay some of their lawyers or to pay back some of the money that they owe. So I would not be surprised if they agreed to do another season, the family, if they agreed to sign up for another season. And I wouldn't be surprised if the network decides to pick them up for another season because, I mean, hello. This is juicy. We're all talking about it. The juiciest thing to come out of the trial, though, wasn't the tax evasion or the bank frauds. It was the um, affair that Todd was allegedly having with his business partner or had in the past with his business partner. That was super juicy, that there was a man and they had a, they had a, a what do you call it? a secret lover's affair. And then the man ended up testifying in court saying that, you know, they had an affair and that was the reason that he ended up helping him cheat on all of these documents and, and defraud the banks and all that stuff is because he was still, he was still secretly in love with him, which I kind of believe. Cause like, you know, you do crazy shit for love, right? Ugh. An arrangement, a tryst. Yes. Boyfriend in the hospital. Oh no, that's not good. Um, do you think he was already having an affair? Or do you think he was really having an affair? Um, Matthew, I, maybe, I think so. I happen to believe it. Um, Lauren said, Julie did much worse than Tree. She created false documents and more. Tree just signed things. Yes, I agree. I, sorry, when I was comparing them to the Judices in terms of, um, the actual crimes that they were indicted for and in terms of what's likely going to happen to them. Julie was charged with, um, shoot, what was the other one? Uh, wire fraud. She was charged with wire fraud, and she was charged with one other count that I don't remember off the top of my head. But she was, so they found that she was complicit in these things. Uh, 
with Teresa and Joe, it was really just a lot of Joe's doing his little cooking of the books and his crooked shit. And she was just like signing whatever he told her to sign because she trusted him. That doesn't appear to be the case with the Chrisleys. It seems like if they really are guilty, which an Atlanta jury has decided they are guilty, it's a lot worse for them. Uh, pretend to be rich on national TV. Of course they spend it. Yeah, I agree, Chris. I mean, it's not looking good for them. Todd is definitely gay. I mean, he says that he's not. <laughs> Clay says, I always felt that Todd and Julie's relationship was more situational. I believe they both had affairs, to be honest. I wouldn't be surprised. I never really watched Chris Lee Knows Best, so I don't know their relationship all that well. Curious if anybody else in the live chat agrees that they think that it was more of a situationship rather than a relationship. But furthermore... Um, Todd's estranged daughter, Lindsay, is also speaking out. She has a podcast and she released a statement on her Instagram saying that she's deeply saddened by the verdict and it's not what she expected or had hoped for. She said that, you know, she's like, I know everyone's waiting for me to speak out and they want me to say something on the podcast, but here's my statement. Here's what I have to say. Yada, yada, yada. So we know that Lindsay and Todd, they had a falling out a few years ago after Todd and Julie claimed that she was the one that was involved in turning them in for tax evasion. They thought that she was in on it. She's denied that repeatedly, but she accuses them of trying to extort her by threatening to, to leak nude photos of her and a sex tape of her. They have denied that. So they've den denied the charges or denied the allegations against each other. They say she was in on the setup. She says they were trying to extort her by leaking all of this private um, content of her, which were naked photos and a sex tape. So who's telling the truth we don't really know. Um, it's kind of dark to think that like Todd and his son might have like had this, these photos of her and the sex tape of her and that they were threatening to leak it if she didn't help them because apparently she had a close relationship to someone that worked at the um, tax board or had some sort of connection there. They accused her of having a, an affair with this guy. She said, I never had an affair with this guy. So it's, it's, juicy um it's well unfortunate if anything we just know they've had a falling out they haven't talked in years she's not on the reality show so this is where we stand they do not have a relationship she doesn't foresee them ever having a relationship which is interesting that she's even spoken out and that she's like i'm sad about this because it's like she's like this is not what i hoped for i would have thought she would have you know thrown thrown down some some shots fired, considering they're not on good terms anymore. Um, Matthew said, I saw Julie, I saw Julie on live with daughter pushing products right before the trial, and it looked like she didn't have a care in the world. They probably didn't think that it was going to go this way. Because remember, they did a horrible situation for a father and a daughter. I agree. You have to remember, though, guys, they faced the um, state tax people and they won that case because I believe they were accused don't quote me on this because I'm going based off of my head but from what I remember they were formerly accused of tax evasion on a state local level and they were said to have owed over two million dollars in taxes I believe is what the the amount was and then they ended up finding out that, that wasn't the case they didn't owe that money they actually had paid a lot more in their taxes and there ended up being like only like a 77,000 um, 
number that they like owed or something. Hi, Zach. I love your podcast. Gita from Auckland, New Zealand. Hi, Gita. Welcome on in, my love. Welcome on in. Welcome on in. Welcome on in. Are we going to get it, get it, get it? Ow, ow. Throw them hips, girl. Boom, 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 boom. Joe says, Julie was also convicted of additional counts of wire fraud and obstruction of justice. Those were the two. Yes, I was trying to think of what those were earlier. Thank you, Joe, for the for. Uh, refreshing my memory. So in addition to, you know, the counts with guys, I see all of your questions coming in. I, when we get to Beverly Hills, we'll get to those. Que- I'm trying to stay on topic. Um, but a lot of different questions about a lot of different topics are coming out. We'll get to all of that. Just stick with me as I follow through tonight's outline. And I promise we'll get through everything. Um, but yes, Julie was also found she was also convicted of wire fraud and obstruction of justice, which leads me to believe that the jury thinks that she did a lot more than she actually is claiming to. They're they're being like, we're innocent. We didn't think we were going to, you know, get charged with this. We're, you know, Todd's still on his Instagram maintaining his innocence. So, ooh, it's crazy. It's a lot. According to my calculations, they'll do six to eight years. Will they survive it? I mean, if that, you know, Teresa only did what? 12 months. Joe did less than three years. So, I mean, we'll have to see how much time they're actually going to end up doing. Thank you, Chrissy37G, for the three badges. Oh, my God. You're like Emily D. Baker with the questions. What questions? Me? Norma? Who are you talking about being Emily D. Baker? Love me some Emily D. Baker, by the way. You know I love me some Emily. Hi, Aoko. How you doing, my love? Welcome on in. Welcome on in. Welcome on in. Oh, my God. You're like Emily D. Baker with the questions. I have questions. Facts, not fuckery. Is that, isn't that that Emily's thing? Facts, not fuckery. Okay. Shall we move on from the Chrisley stuff or does anybody else? Because next I want to move into the Teddy and the LVP and then the me and the Tamara things. Oh, with people asking you the questions. Yes, I agree, Norma. All the questions. Fame makes people do crazy things. I agree. Kenny G, are you blonder? Um, I mean, not as... I, I always go this blonde, and then eventually I let my roots grow out, and I mean, the hair is fresh. I'll tell you that. I got it freshly bleached yesterday. How much Botox and filler can they put in their faces that could possibly last six to eight years? There is not enough Botox and filler to last up to six to eight years, Joe Mendoza. Okay, let's be very clear about that. Filler only lasts about a year and Botox only lasts about a few months. So eventually they'll be done. You're Tanner. Um, Well, here's the trick about me being Tanner. MK Merritt. Yes, I am Tanner. I touched up my spray tan before I got my hair bleached. The brighter the hair, the darker the tan, and the darker the tan, the brighter the hair. It's all about the contrast, right? The juxtaposition. Yes. I'm still curious on how they were able to get $30 million in loans under or using false credit and bank reports, $30 million. It's unclear about the $30 million, though. I don't know if that was... It's not like they went to the bank and they're like, hey, bank, can I have $30 million, please? And the bank's like, yes, of course, here's $30 million. I believe that's an accumulation over time. And that's not to say that they didn't pay some of that money back. Some of it could have been paid back, but that's just the total amount over the course of time that they borrowed from banks. 
we don't know how much of that they borrowed and paid back. And, you know, again, this is an accumulation. That's like what the Erica Jane stuff where they're like, oh, my God, she took twenty five million dollars that was put into her LLC. That's not true. Over the course of 12 years, it was written in their tax records, again, over the course of 12 years, that $25 million had been loaned to EJ Global over that time. But um, yeah, those are just big numbers. Um, Zach, some might be interested in other bleaching. <laughs> um, you mean like bleaching my asshole, Joe Mendoza? Is that what you're referring to? Um I've never bleached my asshole. I've bleached my teeth and I bleached my hair and that's about it. So time for Southern Charm for me. Love you. Have fun. Oh, that's right. Is Southern Charm back? Yes, it is. All right. Well, have fun. Enjoy your Southern Charm. Thanks for coming in. The EJ thing is totally different though. Yes, the EJ thing is totally different, but I was just comparing the two in terms of these big numbers that are being thrown out there and the big numbers lack context. So that's the only reason I was comparing the 25 million EJ thing to the 30 million Chrisley thing. Zach, give Charles a big shout out. Aaron's father. Shout out to Charles. Aaron's father. What's up, Charles? What's going on, Charles? How you doing, Charles? Big shout out to Charles. Norma, I'll give all the shout outs to Charles. Norma, dad stole my laptop. He's watching on YouTube and I am here. Oh, my goodness. Hi, Charles. All right, shall we move on? Happy birthday, Johnny Depp. Happy birthday, Johnny Depp. I didn't know today was Johnny Depp's birthday. Thank you, Sophia, for letting us know that today is Johnny Depp's birthday. I'm sure he's celebrating with a mega fine. If Teresa and Joe got t- got the time that they did, then the the Chrisleys are doing double. This is an example. I work in the courts. All right, Matthew, I believe you. I believe you. Love, Charles. I look y'all to the bathroom. I took y'all to the bathroom. Oh, okay. Thank you, Alicia, for taking us to the bathroom with you. I hope we enjoyed that. Oh, 59, 59 and feeling fine. Happy anniversary to Adam and Jason. Yes, Norma. Happy anniversary to Adam and Jason. What is it? Eight years? Um, I believe it's eight years. Um, I can't believe I lost my laptop. I can't believe it either, Aaron. I didn't know he was a Gemini either. Who? Oh, Charles. Charles is a Gemini. Good for Charles. Okay. Shall we move on to Teddy and LVP? They have settled their beef. And not only did they settle their beef... Tamara Judge started coming for me on Instagram last night. And I was like, what? How often do you get your hair done? Um, Usually between like five, six. It depends. It really depends on my schedule. It depends on when I have photo shoots. It depends like a lot. But minimum, like the shortest amount of time has been like five-ish weeks, six weeks um, is the soonest I'll get it done because I like to let the roots grow out. And I also like to give my scalp a little bit a little bit of a break. So usually in the five to six week mark, but the longest I've gone was 12 weeks. That was in like 2020 when like everything was closed and we weren't really doing anything and it was kind of okay to have messy, unruly hair. The longest I've ever gone is 12 weeks. Um, I don't like waiting that long. I like to stick in that five. I like to like to stick to that like five, six, seven at the most eight weeks is when I usually like to get it done. Just because, again, I like to let the roots grow and have a little vibe. Okay, so Teddy Mellencamp and Lisa Vanderpump. After the MTV Movie Awards, Teddy joined Tamara and a group of their friends at TomTom. Teddy was, like, a little nervous. She's like, oh, my God, I don't really want to go to TomTom because what if Lisa's there? This is going to be weird. 
So Lisa was there and it was weird. So Teddy decided to go up to Ken and she's like, hey, Ken, do you think I should talk to Lisa and try to put the past behind us? And Ken's like, damn right, you should try to talk to Lisa and put the past behind us. and You better apologize to her. Well, no filter wine be sold in stores. It can it can't be shipped to me in Atlanta. Oh, I didn't know it wasn't able to be shipped to Atlanta. Um, are you sure it's not able to go to Atlanta? I know there are a couple. There are like three or four states that we're not able to ship to. Um, it as of right now will not be in any stores as of yet. But I mean, it's something that's definitely on the dream manifestation list, and I'm hoping that we can. I'm hoping that we can. Um, okay, so Teddy ended up going up to Lisa and trying to make things right. Teddy says they only talk, she thinks that they only talked for about 20 minutes, but Tamara's like, uh-uh, no way, Jose, you talked for 40 minutes. And it was long. And then uh, Tamara took like a, a selfie with them in the background. And she's like, look at there they are. They're talking. It's getting juicy. Well, Teddy says that she settled her beef. LVP was over all of their beef. She was willing to move on. She was ready to move on. Apparently both of the Johns, John Sessa and John blizzard are both gone they don't work for her anymore so lisa's like i'm over it they don't work for me anymore i'm done with them i'm done with the situation her ego was hurt though that teddy said that she'd never get back on royal housewives of beverly hills so teddy apologized for that um but like i don't even think lisa vanderpump wants to go back to beverly hills like what does she have to gain from going back on the show i feel like at this point LVP is ready to move on. She's not going to go backwards. She's done with the show. Um, but I get why her ego might be a little hurt. She does have a bit of an ego and she didn't like that Teddy said that. But Teddy said that she also invited Lisa to come on to Tease in a Pod, her podcast with Tamara. But I honestly don't think it'll happen. Lisa was like, why would I do that? And Teddy's like, come on, it will be good. it will be funny. And Teddy said that's kind of where they left it. But I don't think Lisa's actually going to do Teddy's podcast. What does she have to gain from it? It's not like she would get back at any of the women um, because I don't think any of the women would care if she came on on Teddy's podcast. Lisa has nothing to gain financially. If anything, Teddy has a lot to gain financially, and I think Lisa knows that. So Lisa's kind of like, mm, I don't think Lisa's actually going to go on her podcast. I think that was, I mean, you do you, Teddy. Shoot, shoot your mark. Um, but I don't think it's going to happen. Lauren says, not a fan of LVP at all. Never liked her. Her stands are insane on social. I mean, I don't disagree with you. I like Lisa Vanderpump, but some of her fans are really insane on social. Mm. That's nice if LVP does come on her podcast. I think it'd be nice, but like, what is there? Like, why? Why would she do it? It doesn't make any sense. Okay, so while we're talking about um, Tamara and Teddy, the other night, Tamara, or not the other night, but Wednesday night, to be specific, for people that are watching live and then the podcast, just know this is Wednesday, even though I said last night, because today's technically Thursday when we're recording this, but there was a post on like a, a fan, a Bravo fan account. I want to say it was Bravo Housewives. I don't remember think it was Bravo Housewives, but it may not have been. So if I'm misattributing this, I apologize. But there was a post about how Andy said that Tamara won't be brought back to Royal Houses of Orange County. And it's all because of her podcast, which I guess makes her like look like a fan or something. I'm not entirely sure. 
But there's some sort of conflict between her doing a podcast where she talks about housewives and her actually being on the housewives. I don't really know. I don't really care either. Um, Last night, yesterday, Wednesday, I was a little drunk. Um, I'm not going to lie. And I was getting my hair bleached, which is why I was drunk. So not only was I Liddy City, but my scalp was literally like on fire with the bleach and the toner and the heat. And it's like an hours long process. I think I got there like at 11-ish. Yeah, I think I got there maybe like a little before 11, but we didn't start bleaching until like 11.30. Um a little. Oh, Aaron, was I that drunk? How drunk was I? Because I know I went live. I went live as I was getting my hair toned, which was like the worst part. So it's like an hours long process. Um, it was. It's a very challenging process. Aaron, on a scale of one to ten, if because it sounds like Aaron was was with me when I was live last night. What? Um, you're gonna have to DM. You were hilarious. Why? What did I do? What did I say? Don't. If there was anything bad, don't comment on it. You can DM me. But on a scale of one to ten, how Liddy City was I? He was saying that it's weird to have a housewife on and that she would have a podcast about behind the scenes. Oh yes, I agree. So that's what he ended up. Andy ended up saying this Bravo fan account ended up posting about that. I was drunk. So anyway, I commented on that post. Oh my God. She said I was a 9.5 out of 10. That's hilarious. I remember being lit. Oh my God. Elaine said I was a 15 plus. I was lit. I was Erica Jane lit. Oh my God. Amy says you were so funny. Was I? I don't remember much of that live. Thank you, Holly. 12. Liddy City last night. We're buying your wine variety. Yes, buy that wine variety. Oh my God, Sarah, you were hilarious. What was I so... Guys, I don't even remember what I could have done that was so hilarious or out of the usual. Charmaine View said, you were so fun. My mom said, we need to celebrate Zach's birthday. Yes, my birthday is next Wednesday. It is the six-day countdown at this point. Oh my God, I was lit. You told me to go blonde. Yes, Sarah, go blonde. Let's get it, get it, get it. Hey... Listen, I had a lot of wine and then so I normally drink wine and I have Excedrin that I take because like, listen, the bleach is a process and the heat is a process. But the last part, which is when I went live, is the toner. The toner is the most challenging and the most painful part of the process. You said you wanted a cat. I do want a cat because Kelly has little cats, little kitties. Now I wanted a cat. Um, But so the toner is the most intense part. So I'm like, Kelly, I'm going to go live. That way people can distract me. So that I don't like feel the toner on my head. Thank you, Op Fall, for the three badges, my love. I appreciate you. I love you. Op Fall, always in the live, just having fun and living your best blonde life. Yes. Um, but so I was like, I'm going to go live. But so anyway, I was drinking wine for like the couple of hours prior and I had the Excedrin that I started with. And then Kelly's like, I'm going to give you a shot before we go and do the toner. And so I was like, okay. And so she brings me a shot, but the shot is like this big. And I'm like, Kelly, that's not a shot. That's like two and a half, if not three shots. And so I was drinking that while I was live on top of all the wine that I had in me. Hi, Holly. Thank you for the three badges. Holly Masita. Thank you, Holly. Thank you. Oh, thank you, Atfal. So anyway, yeah, I was a lit independent. Yep. Okay. So anyway, back to my my beef with Tamara. So I commented on the post being like, look, what did I say? I think I said that like Tamara should have made herself um, 
Like, I said that she's great for the show. I said that I loved her on the show. You gulped that vodka. Yes, I did, Sarah. You you know I did. Um, you, I think I, like, finished the last of it while I was on the live, from what I remember. Um, I don't remember all of it, but I remember some of it. You're going to have to, like, voice memo me, Sarah, and, like, give me the highlight recaps of what actually happened in last night's live, because I don't remember. Um, anyway, so I commented on it, and I was like, look... Um, she needs to make herself more of an asset. I think she's great for Real Housewives of Orange County, but I think she, it looks like she wants to be back on the show too badly. I said, you know, make yourself an asset like Bethany. But again, I wasn't saying this to Tamara directly. I was saying it in the comment. Do you remember talking about someone moving? <gasps> oh my God, did I say that? Oh shit, Aaron. I was not supposed to say that if I did say that. God, we, oh, fuck. Did I say who was moving, Aaron? Oh, my God. You were so hilarious. You were so animated. I was so drunk. You guys, I'm, like, mortified right now. Someone, yes, okay, yes, I know. I'm not going to read that comment out loud because this is all being recorded. Yeah, oh, my God, I said who it was. Oh, my God. I was not, okay, you guys cannot tell anybody what I revealed in last night's live then because that's, OMG. Aaron said it was shh. Zach, you spilled so much tea, but it's Brad Pitt Fight Club tea, and I didn't hear a thing. That's right, Alicia. Alicia knows what's up. Oh my God. Oh, Lucy Girl was in the live too. Oh my God, you guys. Yes, you did say who was moving. Oh my God. <laughs> okay, well, the good thing is I didn't, I did try to stop you. Okay, thank you for trying to stop me. Um, oh, God, Storm. Now, I, Storm was in the live, too. Friends don't let friends drink and live. Exactly, friends don't let friends drink. The good thing was, I did not wake up to any text messages. I did not get in trouble. I was not, I, I woke up and I was not in trouble, which tells me that the Zach Pack is loyal. So whatever I did reveal last night, apparently I revealed the move, um, Shit, I didn't realize I... Oh, God. Okay, we're just going to get back to Tamara now. <laughs> you guys can DM me later. Um, we were all there. Oh, no, Boho Beach Peach was there, too. You said you'd do it purple again. No, no, I said I would not do my hair purple again. That I can remember because I don't remember. We know nothing. Yes, it was just a few of us in Fight Club. Apparently not just a few of you in Flight Club, Sarah. There are apparently a lot of you. You didn't reveal a big secret. I think more no. Okay, good. I don't think I revealed the secret, but I definitely revealed a move, um, which we hinted at at one of the Spilling Tea live shows. So that wasn't too big of a secret. Oof. Okay. Back to Tamara. I said... Y'all, Teddy, yeah, okay. Um, so anyway, I, I said what I said about Tamara. I said that she needs to make herself more of an asset. I said that she needs to whatever. Um, but she decided to jump in and she did a little clap back and she was like, I'm glad you know me so well. If I wanted it so bad, why didn't I film last season when they asked me to? I mean, since you know me so much, you can answer this for me. And I was like, whoa, 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 whoa. I was like, hi, Tamara. So I don't know you that well. I was just commenting because as a 
one Instagrammer with an Instagram account, I can comment on these things because it's news. Number one, just like as a person, I'm allowed to comment. And number two, I'm a podcaster where I talk about all of these things. So like clearly, you know, I have to have commentary and thoughts on all of them anyway. So there was that. She came at me pretty hard and I was like, look, I like you, Tamara. I th- I'm, I'm just saying, I don't think you make your, you've made yourself much of an asset. I think the show needs you. I actually like you on OC. This isn't me trying to eat your asshole because I said I liked you in the original comment that I made. I said I wanted you back on OC, but I just said that you weren't playing your cards right. And I stand by that. I don't think she's played her cards right. She's constantly talking about how they want her back on the show and Andy Cohen wants her back and Andy Cohen wants her back and Andy Cohen's going to bring her back. And she's constantly talking about that, which like you need to have, you need to hold your deck of cards a little closer. You need to have a bit of a poker face sometimes. You know, clearly she shouldn't be getting drunk and going on Instagram live like I did. But she's constantly talking about how much they want her back and they're going to bring her back. And then she's doing every little podcast and every Instagram live that everybody was inviting her to and talking about the show and talking about coming back on and all of these things. Like she didn't make herself seem like an asset. She didn't make herself come off as valuable to the network. Um, And she just came off like it, it reeked of wanting to be back on the show too desperately, too badly. You know, Vicky, I think, did the same thing. I think the ego blinded them. Um, I don't think the pot, her podcast is why she's not back on the show. I don't believe that because Bethany has a podcast now where she talks about housewives and she talks about behind the scenes stuff. She talks about all of that. But yet here they are jumping to get her back on Real Housewives of New York. Bethany's made herself an asset. She's made herself valuable to the network and the network wants her. uh, Tamara has not been able to do that. Why would Teddy move? Oh, um, nothing new, new. Yeah. Uh, Oh, you were busting, wanting to tell us. Oh my God. Well, I'm glad I didn't tell you what the actual news was, but it's not saved and none of us are spilling. Thank you, Alicia. Um, hanging out with Teddy makes Tamara look bad. I said it. I don't think it makes her look bad. You were funny. Vodka loves you, boo. Oh, thanks, Kenny. Thank you. Um, podcast and being OC is a huge conflict. I don't know, but it's not a conflict for Bethany. Bethany has a podcast and They also didn't tell Brandy that that was the reason they never brought her back. Didn't she have her podcast while she was? But I guess her podcast wasn't like Housewives behind the scenes. No, she had her podcast while she was doing Housewives. I think her last season she had her podcast, right? I don't know. Um, Teddy is another Hollywood child. I like her, but. But what? Bethany's never coming back except in my dreams. Yeah, see? But, like, we all want Bethany back, and I think Bravo wants Bethany back. Tamara's hinted at Teddy coming to Real Housewives of Orange County. I don't think that'll ever happen. I like Teddy, but what does she do? Yeah, we would never write you out. Thank you, Chris. I appreciate that. Yeah, I don't know. IDC. Katie has a podcast and Vanderpump Rules and Lala. Yep, Lala has a podcast all podcasts. Hi, check your DMs. I can't check my DMs, my love, because oh, actually I can check my DMs. Why? Is there something good in the DMs? Um, is it urgent, Arif? I'm half Italian. I'll never rat. I know better. Okay. 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 
Heather has a podcast and talks about Royal Housewives of Orange County. That's right, Amy. Heather Heather Dubrow has a podcast. Andy was uh, supposing that they would... That Andy was supposing that would be possible for Tamara to come back. Oh, I already revealed everything there is to reveal about the Aspen trip, Arif. I've already broken it down. I guess you hit a nerve. Clearly, I hit a nerve. I didn't mean to hit a nerve. I actually like Tamara. I feel like we've DM'd and stuff in the past. Um, Was not expecting her to, like, snap. I was like, okay, Jennifer Aiden. Sorry, but your husband was sleeping in the pool house. I'm going to say that. Hmm. I think they need Tamara back and Vicky too. Like I also, but I also think Tamara and Vicky should have done the friend of role. They should have graduated to like where, like, here's the thing. If I've done the show for that long, at some point, I don't want to keep giving up my personal life. I don't want to keep exploiting. We'll get to the crystal stuff momentarily, Stephen. I just want to finish my point about Teddy and Vicky or sorry, Tamara and Vicky. Like, at some point, I would think I'm tired of revealing all of my personal life that I don't mind still being friends with the women and showing up at the parties and maybe stirring a little bit of the drama and kind of having a little bit of fun. I don't need to be in every episode. I don't need a hero edit. Like at that point, I feel like at some point you're done with that and you can slowly transition out, leave the show, maybe make a fun little cameo here or there. But other than that, like, you know, you're done. You would just think, I mean, unless they get addicted to it, which I think is probably what it is, is they get addicted to the show. Um, but okay, so Crystal equals drama and they need her. Um, I don't know if the show needs her. She is bringing some drama, but I don't know if the show really needs her. Can't wait to see them on Ultimate Girls Trip. Okay, so let's talk about, hi, Julie from Scotland. Welcome on in, my love. Welcome on in on the YouTube Okay, let's talk about Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. Um, I did not watch Real Housewives of Dubai. I just wasn't as excited. I was more excited to watch Beverly Hills, and then I fell asleep. Because, again, I was Liddy City last night, so I was, like, trying to get through Beverly Hills and, like, stay awake. And then, wow, thank you, Kenny G. Kenny G. 1064 dropped three badges on Instagram. Wow, we have 10 supporters that dropped badges tonight. Thank you, guys. I love you, Zach. I love you, too, Arif. They don't need her. She has no personality and she gets on my nerves. I liked Crystal last season, okay? I really enjoyed Crystal last season. This season, it's a little bit frustrating. And I was actually fighting with Jacques about this um, because he really likes Crystal and I liked Crystal last season, Jacques Peterson from the Unpopular Podcast. So this is how you know that he and I don't even always agree because I was like, Jacques, Crystal's looking bad. Crystal's not bringing it. Dubai is so over the top. I don't think Dubai is opulent enough. Okay, so I'm not the only one that's like not super into Dubai. I'm g- giving it a chance, but I'm not like super interested in it as of yet. I don't think Dubai will be on for long. Yeah, it's not amazing. Um, it's good. We still have time. And I was talking to, who was I talking to about this? I was talking to someone, was it today, maybe yesterday? I think, I feel like, oh, yes, I had on um, Amanda Hirsch. She's the host of Not Skinny, Not Fat. I taped with her. I taped the podcast with her today. It's coming out on Monday. But I was telling her, I go, the thing with Dubai is like, (sighs) at least with the other shows, we have an emotional investment in the women. We've gotten to know them over the years. Where with Dubai, it's the same formula, 
with all new women? And do we have the energy or the capacity or the desire to get to know all of these new women and care to follow this model? You know, I like the ladies of Dubai, but episodes, not so much. Yeah, I agree with you, Aaron. I like the women, but mm, OG Vanderpump Rules cast any news as of yet? No, I don't think there's any news about them. But it's hard to get into Dubai because we already know the formula. We already know the model. And it's hard to like want to get to know new women. It's part of the reason it takes us a while to get to know new housewives. It's part of the reason I have zero interest in this Real Housewives of New York reboot. Like I just I don't care. Dubai has the glam and actual wealth factor the franchise has been missing. I agree. Had they brought in Dubai maybe three years ago, four years ago, I think it would have been a different story. Had they brought in Dubai when there was hype around when they brought in Salt Lake City, I think we would have felt different about it. And Dubai probably would have been a great, a great show. Have you, you've been to Dubai? Yes, I have been to Dubai. Um, Crystal, okay, so let's get back to Beverly Hills because Steven says Crystal holding the situation for Sutton for a year and then manipulating it has become something else. She's manipulating and I wouldn't trust her. So I hate that Crystal brought this up about like her saying something and Zach has a secret life. I don't have a secret life. What is my secret life? Um, Unpopular opinion, but I still like Crystal. A lot of folks have written her off, but I believe her. So here's the thing. I have heard things about Sutton that Sutton is, you know, a little more. And I have different theories and thoughts about what we're getting on Beverly Hills so far. Um, I have heard things about Sutton that are not great things in terms of, you know, things that may have been insensitive racially that she has said in the past. Um, Again, that's all hearsay. It's not necessarily confirmed, but... I have heard that she has made comments that may be considered insensitive for some people. I'll say that. Sutton has no manners. I think Sutton has Southern white people manners. <laughs> but what are what are manners, you know? Um, I don't know if Sutton is a Trump supporter, but I don't think a Trump supporter is necessarily a racist. Um, but I think it just happens to be that a lot of people that happen to be racist also happen to support Donald Trump but I don't think that those two are necessarily synonymous. Um, But when it comes to Sutton, I've heard things about her. I've heard things that she said. And so I believe that it's possible that she said something. However, it looks like all of these interactions have been filmed and it looks like they were mic'd for all of these interactions that to me, it's kind of like, well, if they had something on Sutton, why wouldn't it be edited? Why wouldn't it be shown? Why wouldn't we have seen a flashback? If Crystal really does have some truth to this, then this would have been an opportunity for them to actually talk about it and address it. She's very clumsy with her words. I think that's what it is, Stephen. Sutton is very clumsy with her words. She doesn't think things through. She just says things and then ends up putting her foot in her mouth later. I actually have more context and details into the Sutton and and Crystal situation that has me being like, okay, I can kind of see where Crystal was coming from. I still find it annoying just from like a viewer show standpoint with the additional details and context that I got. I'm like, okay, I get it. um, Janai. She is a white Southern Christian woman. I'm sure she said the things. I'm sure she said something, you know? 
But part of me is like, are they protecting Sutton because Bravo doesn't want another racial scandal? Are they protecting Sutton because this is kind of foreshadowing for what we're going to get later this season with Kathy Hilton and some of the things that she allegedly said and how they're going to protect her um, or how I'm guessing that they're going to protect her from the Aspen trip stuff because none of that was caught on camera. That's all hearsay from what the women are revealing on camera. But from what I've heard, the women in their confessionals and in scenes that they film, they do get into all of it. Now, whether or not Bravo will air all of that or how Bravo is going to edit all of that, mm, they showed the flashback. Yes, they showed the flashback of her talking about her child um, and there being like a Chinese girl and a black kid in the pool or the jacuzzi with her daughter. And she's like, this is how life should be, where, you know, they're just children of all different backgrounds and we're all here. And it wasn't that bad from what was revealed on the show. However, I think Crystal should have, one, I think Crystal's not very cognizant of the words that she uses, but she's also really big. Like, I think Kyle, when Kyle in this week's episode said that Crystal was gaslighting the situation, I think Kyle overused the word gaslighting. However, that's what Crystal does. Crystal overuses these words, and then it's like, these words aren't that big of a deal. It doesn't actually mean that much. Like, uh, dark is not a bad word. It's one syllable. It's four letters. But it's like, yeah, that doesn't really mean anything you know it's like um the word twink right because I sometimes will get referred to as a twink um it happened recently where somebody called me a fucking twink um and it's happened in the past where people have used that term and in the gay community twink can be a positive or endearing term as a compliment you know oh you're skinny oh you're young oh you're whatever you're slim or however you know you interpret that word it can be used as a positive term or it can also be used in a very derogatory way and it can be used to put somebody down. So same thing like with the word bitch. It can be used as an empowering like, yeah, you're a bad bitch or God, that chick is such a bitch. You know what I mean? Words don't necessarily have the same context, like the context in which they, the same definition because the context in which they're used is important. So I think in this sense, her using the word dark was a lot bigger than it actually should have been. Um, And you can't throw out an accusation like that because it does create an insinuation that Sutton is racist and that she is very, she has zero disregard. The word gaslight is such an overused word. Yes, it is such an overused word. I agree. But I think Kyle overusing that word was her way of trying to show Crystal how you can use big words in the wrong context and how that can actually, you know, have a bigger effect than what the intention actually was. And so Crystal was very clear. She's like, I'm not going to say what was said. But then Crystal went on Watch What Happens Live after the fact. And she's like, she did say something more. And she did say something that was a lot worse than what we actually saw. Um... So I don't know. To me, it's annoying. Don't bring it up if you're not actually going to talk about it. Jess from Hot Takes and Deep Dives had a great analogy. She's like, you can't talk about, you know, you can't allude to, I don't know, something about like shots fired. I don't remember the exact analogy that she said. But you can't allude to these things without actually going all the way with them, you know. Well, I can say I love Garcelle this season. I think Garcelle, I'm sorry, how does that answer what a twink is? What do you mean? What are you asking about, Queen? Crystal chose dramatic words and Sutton is clumsy. Exactly, Sarah. That's the best way to put it. 
So, and Crystal needs a hug. Crystal needs a, um, a safe space padded room so that she can be coddled. She seems a little, little sensitive. If Crystal wants to call Sutton racist, just do it. Yeah, that's the thing, right? Twink is like a 17-year-old a boy, no? Um, I guess a 17-year-old boy can be considered a twink. A twink, my understanding of the word twink is it's it's for a young, slim boyish looking gay guy, you know? So if you're a twink, you're usually like, you know, in your early twenties, you're really slim, you know, you're a little more clean cut. Um, yeah, it's like a young looking, slim, more petite, smaller framed, smaller build gay guy. I thought twink was an American cake bar. Oh, maybe. Like you. Yeah, people often call me a twink, and sometimes they say it in a nice way, and sometimes they say it in a derogatory way. Yes, Lauren, take a Xanax, calm down, Crystal, or bring the receipts. I never liked Crystal. Her reactions and her words are so intense. I get anxiety listening to her. Too vague. Um illusions don't make sense nothing is spelt out here exactly and it's the insinuation right why do we have these words why do we have to have these words i mean words are words you know i don't think yeah words are words uh it's like when a friend says i have to tell you something no never mind it's like fuck that say it yes if you're gonna go there then go there you know what i mean go there she didn't go there so it's annoying it's frustrating. From what I hear, she's not going to go there. From what I've heard, she doesn't actually say what Sutton said, even though she went on Watch Rappin's Live and continued to double down on that, on that you know, dancing around of that topic. I don't know what to say. I really don't. Um, I felt Crystal says dramatic words, but people get hung up on her words and miss her emotions, and it sets her off. Well, because you have to understand the power of your words, right? Show me the videotape or shut... Or shut up. I mean, yeah. Hi, Caroline. Say it or don't say anything at all. I agree. I believe Sutton may have actually said something, but unless Crystal actually brings it up. And my thing is, it's like, why are you protecting Sutton? Like, Sutton yelled at you at the table. Garcelle was pumping her up. That, like, to me, why would you even... Why would you even go there? Why would you even do that? Like, why protect Sutton? What do you have to gain? She's like, well, Sutton and I are friends now. What do you have to gain from being friends with Sutton? Sutton clearly doesn't have any sort of allegiance to you. Clearly, Garcelle doesn't either. So at that point, I'm just like, fucking out Sutton. Make things interesting. Be like, Sutton said this. Erica's loving it. Erica's like, ooh. And I kind of get where Erica's coming from. I think Erica's also overshooting her mark a little bit, but I get where she's coming from in the sense that like last season, Sutton had zero regard for the things that she was saying or the things that she was alluding to or the questions that she was asking or what she was saying in her confessionals. Sutton did not care about how that could affect Erica's reputation the same way that Crystal seems to have the same disregard for Sutton's reputation, you know? If they were really friends, she would have not said anything at all. Exactly. She says that she was baited into saying something and she didn't really want to say anything. I don't know if I agree with that either. But I'm tired of talking about We're like beating a dead horse talking about Crystal. Yes, Crystal's combo. It's the herd testimony and pictures don't match. There you go, Sarah. There you go. Um, all right, guys. Anything else before we wrap? Talked about B- Dubai. Talked about Beverly Hills. Um, 
talked about the Chrisleys, talked about Tamara, talked about Teddy and LVP. Kyle's mission season to stir the pot as much as much as possible. I mean, but she's making things interesting, so go for it. I felt like there's nothing ugly leather pants can other last can only last for so long. Yeah, we'll have to see where it goes. Crystal's personality is a dead horse, period. <laughs> I liked Crystal last season. I hope she gets to come back. Um, do we want to do after party tonight? I'm a little nervous about doing after party. Are you going to cover, cover Southern Charm? I mean, why not? I like Southern Charm. And if it's a good season, listen, I was planning on covering Atlanta. I was planning on covering Dubai. Atlanta and Dubai haven't given me very much to really give a shit about so far. So Southern Charm yawn. Any dates this weekend? No dates this weekend, Charmin BB. LVP would destroy Crystal. I'm sure she would. I'm down for it. Um, darn, I missed a good live. Don't worry. It'll be saved there. It's going to be saved on the YouTube channel. It's saved on the Instagram account. And it's going to be rebroadcast on the podcast on Friday morning. So if you missed any of this live, you can still catch it. I thought it was on tonight. Southern Charm. Is it not on? Is it on tonight or it's not on tonight? I think it is on tonight. Obviously, we're not going to break it down now because it's on like right now. Please cover Southern Charm. Okay, I'll cover. I mean, if it's good, we'll see how this season goes. And if it's good, then we'll cover it. And if it's not good, then we won't cover it. I love. Oh, thank you, guys. My shirt says coffee is my spirit animal. Yes, it is fun. Everyone loves when I wear this shirt. Okay. All right, guys. Then I think we should wrap. Would you ever interview Erica? I'm working on it, Stephen. I'm working very hard on it. I'm working very hard on it. Did I reveal that in last night's live? I am working very hard on it. <laughs> Hopefully that'll come to fruition at some point. Because I want it to. Oh, June 23rd is when Southern Charm starts. I don't think Southern Charm is new tonight. Yeah, okay. So then there is no new Southern Charm tonight. All right. Um, we can do after party. I'm going to make some popcorn and have some wine and we can do after party. Keep patting the puss. Yes, snap, snap, pat the puss. Yes, we will do after party. Um, for those of you that are new, we do after party, which is a live after this live. What are badges? Badges are like donations or tips that people can send in. So on your screen, if you're watching this on Instagram, there's a little heart button um, and you can click on the heart and you can send a badge, which is to send love to me because you like me. Um, you don't have to send badges, but if you would like to, I would appreciate that. Or I do appreciate that. You would have, you have me addicted to popcorn. Yes, you know, after party is where we get, grab the vodka, Zach. No, we are not grabbing the vodka tonight. Apparently, we had a little too much vodka last night, so we're not doing the vodka tonight. You kept saying pat the puss last night. Snap, snap, pat the puss. Oh my God, it's 2 a.m. in London a good night, Stephen. Definitely get some rest. We will do after party, so I'll pop on over to my personal account at Just Plain Zach. I'll go live there. Those don't get saved. Those don't get rebroadcast. We don't screenshot anything. Um, so whatever you get is what you get. Hilton After Party Hotel Lobby. Okay. Um, all right, guys. Love you. 
I appreciate you so much. If you're watching this on YouTube, smash that like button, hit that subscribe button if you're not already subscribed and be sure to drop some love in those comments. Let me know what your thoughts are. If you're listening to this on the podcast, please leave me an Apple review. You have no idea how much they mean. It is a free way that you can support the podcast. Leave a good review. Tell me what your thoughts are about the podcast, what you're really liking, what you're enjoying. You know, just give me your feedback. I love it. I appreciate it. I love to read them. I love to repost them on the Instagram. Yes. Love the new blonde. Thank you, Sasha. Aloha from Hawaii. Aloha, Hawaii. Bronco. Bills. Thank you. Thanks, Aaron. Thanks, Amy. Thanks, Aoko. Thanks, Lauren. Um, LRP53. Thank you. Russ Davis. Hello. Allison. Hi, girl. I came in late. Yes, um, it's okay, Sasha, because these will all be saved. So you'll be able to watch it and listen to it. But thank you, guys. Give me a follow at Just Plain Zach. I will be hosting an after party there in just a few minutes. Um, follow the podcast at No Filter with Zach if you want all the latest reality tea. Get some No Filter Wine at NoFilterWine.com. Housewives-inspired wine, 13% alcohol by volume, but less than a gram of sugar. Will the Amanda Hirsch episode air on YouTube? Yes, it'll come out on Monday. I also have Danny Pellegrino coming on. I have Chloe from The Circle and Too Hot to Handle that's going to be coming on. Lots of great guests coming on the podcast, so... Stay tuned. All right, guys. Love you. Mean it. Bye. Bye, bye, bye. Bye, bye.